Blog Talk Radio. In a world where everyone is a social media guru, there is one lodestone, one brightest point in the sky, one true north. Uh, we have no idea where that is, but we've been here every Tuesday since August 2008, bringing you the absolute best and brightest guests from the world of social media and internet marketing. Welcome to Social Media Edge Radio. And now it's time to get this show on the commode. Here's your host, Ken Cook, and co-host Mike Mueller. Somebody say yeehaw. Yeehaw! Very, very good. That, that was exuberant, Mike Mueller. That was that was over the top. Oh, good. But it should be. It should be over the top because it is Tuesday and Mike <laughs> Mueller is here with us, obviously. <laughs> and my chickens are doing well. Chickens are doing well, and uh, we've got a show today that I think is going to do very well, especially with all of the preparation that we did. I can't believe how much time we put into this show this week, Mike Mueller. We we work like the Dickens. It's just the way we are. Hello, man. We do. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so if you've never listened to the show before, it's a little goofy because I'm a little goofy and Mike Mueller may be as well. I'm not sure. I'll let him speak for himself. I'm a little goofy, too. I'll give yeah. it. So, there you go. He'll, he'll give it. Uh, but we do have some serious topics that we discuss. We actually do these things in uh, life for ourselves and our clients, sometimes for a lot of clients and sometimes for a few clients. <clears throat> That's a hint, by the way. Uh, I do have some space available. <laughs> for a new client. But enough about me. So we talk about things that are relevant to marketing your business, presenting your business online, engaging with customers and prospects, uh, and Mm -hmm. just throw in any other buzz terms that you can. But it has to be online. That's where we do it, Mike Mueller, on the Internet. Yeah, I, I can go with that. And we talk a lot about uh, making the phone ring, making the emails come in, getting leads. We talk a lot about that. You know, that. that's, that's one of the more difficult things for a lot of people to do. And for other people, it comes somewhat naturally. I've been blessed that I'm kind of in the middle. I don't have too much. Uh, although there have been times in my life I did have too much. Uh, and I have just enough to keep me busy normally. Uh, If I don't have anything going on, I can push it a little bit harder and get some more. So those are the things that we talk about here on uh, Social Media Edge Radio. The name is almost a misnomer these days because we talk about not just social media, but uh, other things as well. Like we we spend quite a bit of time talking about your personal website, your blog, uh, and what we call your moneymaker or your anchor. And that's what we're going to get into a little bit later today. Right, Mike Mueller? Absolutely. Oh, wait. i got to take a sip. You know what? We forgot our ubiquitous sip in the morning. Ah. We cannot do that. Ah, there you go. Mike's having his tea. And I'm having ripe coffee. Thank you very much. Uh, let's jump right over into our tools for today because we started a new segment this year where we're going to uh, share our tools. I'll start with mine so we can discuss Mike's a little bit more at length. Um, mine is an audio tool and it has many, many purposes, 
But uh, once I teach my clients how to use it, some of them really, really do well. I have a particular doctor, a chiropractic um, naturopath that I refer to often on the show because he's such a great uh, punching bag for me to talk about here on the show. (laughs) And once I showed him how to use Audacity, and I said, you know, you don't have to send me text content every time you send me content. You can also send me a recording. Well, he's done very well. And using Audacity, uh, I believe it's audacity.org, it's a free program. As far as I know, it runs on everything. Um, and it's very simple to get used to using. Uh, in fact, you can almost just turn it on, plug in your microphone, and make a recording. About the only thing that's a little difficult on it is the output. You need to make sure that you can output uh, the content to something that is uh, globally readable. Um, but uh, you've used Audacity, I'm sure, Mike. It's on my MacBook. Works really well. Um, and you need to go a little bit more into what it is. Um, because I've always used it. I've used it for a very long time. And I have clients right now um, I'm doing video work for. And they're not good on video. And so what they're doing is they're recording the voiceover part of it and then turn around and sending it to me. So if I asked a client how to do that, they, I don't know, how do I get a good quality voice recording? How do I do that? Audacity is the program. Absolutely. And uh, we also recommend microphones from time to time that go along with that. We won't get into that today. But, yeah, it's a voice recorder, but you can also record your screen sounds. I don't know if it can do it on Mac, but it certainly can do it on Windows, and it can do it on Linux. Uh, so if you're trying to get a snippet of something offline, you can do that as well. You can record an entire podcast and you can mix it down. You can add in, you can cut out, you can put effects in there. It's, it's pretty powerful. And there are a lot of, uh, a lot of tutorials on YouTube, but it's audacity, A U D A C I T Y audacity. And that's mine. Cool. Awesome. My turn. It is your turn. All right, we have talked, um, and and some of my tools, a lot of my tools go back to personal, uh, I needed this or or what have you. And uh, earlier, uh, not so very long ago, I decided to make the switch on my site, which is areweconnected.com, to secure. That means I had to go out and get a SSL certificate, and now it displays the HTTPS at the beginning, Mm -hmm. and that's a... Google ranking factor now, uh, which is kind of part of why I did it. I also wanted to accept credit cards, and you got to have that, and other things. But when it, it's not as simple as just that. It's now, once you've done that, you've got to uh, go through your entire site and make sure that everything on your site is secure, which means it's coming from either a secure server, as in like a video embed or a script embed, or it is secure and that, you know, your entire site is secure. And I, for weeks and weeks and weeks, I was struggling with, ah, I cannot find something that is breaking that padlock. There's a little green padlock if your site is secure up there. Mm-hmm. Well, I found a wonderful site. Too late for me, but uh, wonderful for you and if you're working on this. And it's called whynopadlock.com. Very simple. And you put in the URL, 
And what it will do is it will go over to your site and it will tell you exactly why you're not getting the padlock. Kill the iframes, man. Kill the iframes. <laughs> iframes, will, iframes will do it. Um, old, You know what? I had uh, a mm-hmm. bunch of old video embed codes from YouTube before they went to HTTPS, before uh-huh. they were secure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's very important to note today, if you're running a website, that uh, the trend toward secure only is happening. It's not something that's coming. It is happening. Uh, Google mm-hmm. Chrome in particular is becoming more and more uh, offended by insecure content. Uh, Google itself in the ranking and, and its algorithms are becoming much more uh, selective about delivering insecure content, especially if there's an input form in any way, shape, or measure on your website. So we could actually do a segment on that one. Uh, you know, let's let's. Uh, that's a good tool, by the way, Mike. I, I'm going to use that. I didn't know that existed, but it sure makes it easier than tracking it down other ways. Uh, I think today, yep. instead of going into some news and going into things like that, uh, you know, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to skip the news today. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm sorry, but uh, what I think what we have is is very important and deserves a lot of time. And I don't know. How many of you have ever been in the position where you had to generate leads? I was uh, responsible for generating leads for many years in the mortgage industry, uh, which is how a lot of us met because uh, it, uh, we, we got into that same pool. And a lot of that involved using different CRMs and tracking mechanisms and uh, inbound calls and call centers and all various types of things. In fact, back in the early days, I actually had to program some of them myself. We bought raw lists and I built a, uh, an application around those so that we could track our activity. But still, we didn't know where clicks were coming from. We didn't know what keywords were performing the best or any of that stuff back in the early 2000s. Um, now you can find solutions for that. The last couple that I bought, I bought with uh, corporate money other than my own and it was it was pricey. There were months that we were spending um, quite a bit more than I was earning on uh, just the lead generation tracking and, and follow-up tools that were available. Um, Mike, what have been your experience with those types of tools and solutions? Well, um, you know, I have, I've been much more in the organic SEO world as opposed to buying lists or things like that. But generating leads, when it comes to generating leads, like you said, there's there's two ways of doing it. You go organic or you go paid. And there's nothing wrong with either one of them. One of them is a whole lot of work and costs you <laughs> not so much. And the other one costs you a whole lot. And it's not a whole lot of work. You just turn on the faucet kind of thing. Yeah, um, it really boils down to But? Yeah. I was, I was going to say, every every business uses and hopes for some of both, I think. Absolutely. And, and I think it all boils down to that age-old term, ROI. I probably heard that first that term first back in the 70s, and I was like, oh, that's a cool term. And now it's, I don't know what's happened to it. Return on investment. So what are you getting back from what you're putting in? So if I'm putting in um, X amount of work and I'm getting back uh, – X, X amount of return, 
then we're looking at a good deal. So today we're going to learn about that stuff from one of the masters of that. Uh, I've had the pleasure of working with him before, having conversations with him, and I know uh, this is definitely where his heart and focus is. It's where his education and experience are. And um, I think that uh, what we're going to learn today is things that we may not have even thought of before in in times past. But uh, Patrick Healy is joining us, and he has a a brand new service product uh, available that we're going to be talking about today. Uh, Mike, why don't you say hello to Patrick? I've gotten him out of the green room. Hello, Patrick. Do I have to do it like that? Hello, Patrick. (laughs) (laughs) How are you, gentlemen? It is so great to hear both your voices. It's been too long. It has been a while. It certainly has. Welcome to the uh, – I understand Patrick had to dig out this morning. It's uh yeah it's, it's it's not nice here in New York. It's uh it's not as bad as we thought it was going to be, but there's a lot of sleet, it's kind of dangerous, so it's it's weird. It's kind of like uh end of days where there's nobody on the road whatsoever except maybe the occasional plow. That's pretty strange uh, for the windows, boroughs. Yeah, windows are iced over with sleet. It's 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 a delight. <laughs> uh, Patrick is in the Great White Northeast, uh, in case you didn't know. But uh, you know, Patrick and I got to, to meet through social media, as I assume did uh, Mike and Patrick. And we've kind of run in the same circle. So this, this particular guest is not only a, a guest, but a friend. Uh, and so we have that friend interest there, and we've kind of served the same communities uh, over the years. But, uh, Patrick, why don't you start us out by just telling us, what your passion is, uh, what, before we talk about your product, let's just talk about your passion and what led you to this. Sure, sure. I've, I've got a couple of um, passions. Uh, it's both, you know, I'm a bit of a quirky individual. Uh, one of the things that uh, I've been obsessed with for a long time is, is decision-making, so, you know, why people make certain decisions, what leads them to create that picture in their head of what they're going to do. And it it took me down a path of working in data for a number of years for for both of you guys know that I used to work at a data company for, for a few, for a number of years, uh, which helped me kind of really understand exactly what kind of data goes into the decision-making process. Um, But this, this effort that we've put forth this year has been different than anything else. It's really kind of, not understanding what makes you make the decision, it's understanding what makes other people make a decision. So that's kind of where my passions are really focused right now uh, and have been for some time. But it's uh, it's definitely been a, a great journey over the past year putting this together, and it's, um, I'm really happy to be presenting it. So does that give you the edge in helping to lead people to make certain decisions Uh, or help them to make the decision that best benefits them, which is something that you can offer? Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. Yeah, basically, I mean, uh, essentially how how Prismana came about was, uh, you know, as management consultant for the last, uh, what is 2017, 10 years, um, you know, we're always trying to to figure out. I'm thinking on my toes, Ken. I'm thinking on my toes. So, um, you know, one of the things that we're always doing is we're trying to self-audit ourselves 
to always understand what's working and what's not so we can bring better value to our clients. And Prismana kind of spawned out of those efforts when we were trying to measure what we were doing for our clients. And essentially it's given us a means to replicate at least a part of the function that we fill for our clients and, and kind of spin it off into a different company. It's, you know, it essentially we, it answers the question, like, is this worth it? Should we continue to do this or should we put our limited efforts towards something else? Right? Yeah. Uh, because mm-hmm. time, time is the, it's the biggest currency. I mean, you can always make more money, but they're not making any more time. Right? So, you know, if you've got re- limited resources, whether it be employees or money or what have you, you only have so much of it to go around. I mean, if if resources weren't an issue, you could just throw as much as you wanted to at everything and whatever stuck, stuck. But if resources weren't an issue, you wouldn't really be in business anymore because you wouldn't need to be making any more money because you've got all the resources you need. Right, and I think for our average our average listener, that's very crucial because – I mean, we're talking about sometimes do what do I do with this five hundred dollars? We're not talking about five million. You know, sometimes it comes down to yeah, I got I got five hundred bucks and that's it. I need to know if this works. Right, exactly. And you know, we we looked into a lot of things. I mean, and there was a lot a lot of research and a, a lot of backstory on this that you know would take up a lot more time than than this radio station can afford for for our time here. But essentially. We found solutions out there that were, you know, ten, twenty thousand dollars a month or more, that allowed you to figure out what was working, and what wasn't. And the thing that hit us right in the face was a lot of our clients don't even spend ten thousand dollars a month on their marketing. How are they going to mm-hmm. afford ten thousand dollars a month to measure it? So we needed to come up with something that was more cost effective. And you know, the way I, I tend to describe it is, you know, you don't need a bulldozer to plant a couple of tulips in the front yard. You just need a shovel. And mm-hmm. what we've built is a really, like really good shovel. <laughs> right? I like, really, I like really that comparison because you're spot on with exactly what we're, what we're about here on the show is dealing with, we don't deal with enterprises that have billion dollar uh, budgets to spend. We, we deal with small real estate brokerages that have maybe $10,000 a year. To uh, so yeah, we're going to take a short break, Patrick. But when we get back, Mike's going to have some questions for you. If you're listening in and you want to call in later for a question with Patrick, call three two three six four two one five three nine. But as it is, we will be back in uh, just about one minute. Hey, this is Mike Mueller, and in case you didn't know, when I'm not co-hosting the show, I'm busy building websites for small businesses just like yours. But you know what? I do it a little differently than most web developers. First of all, I don't farm anything out. And secondly, I build what you want, not what I think you should have. And I don't just build a website. I don't just throw a template at it and call it a day. I ask you some very specific questions about your business and the goals of the website. And then I build a unique system that fits your needs. And that's something no other web developer does. Check out areweconnected.com forward slash smedge for more details and a special bonus just for you, our listeners. Frustrated with your website? Can't get it to look right or work right? Think it's too expensive to hire a real development company to quickly turn things around? Think again. 
For as little as $35, Ken Cook will investigate and often correct issues with your website. With over 20 years of web coding experience, he'll quickly identify your challenges and help keep the costs and time to a minimum. Many jobs can be completed the same day. Regardless of where your site is hosted, what platform it's developed on, or what framework is used, contact Ken today at thekencook.com. And instead of working for your website, make it work for you. And we are back. We're with Patrick Healy today of, um, uh, there I go. What is it, Patrick? Prismana. <laughs> I, you know, I, I've tried to make everything out of that name. Patrick is a genius at creating names. Of the, he had another uh, one that had an awesome name to it. Patrick is just really good at that. But uh, today we're talking about things that matter to our customer base. And I know, Mike, you've been listening in, and I know you're just over there biting at the bits uh so let's hear it well hey i want to start off with yeah the name so it's prismana which you know what I, I get the whole prism thing as far as that goes what's the mana part of it what does that relate to and because as soon as you came out with this i was thinking okay i get the i get the first part of the name but uh, what's mana is that a reference to mana as far as you know <laughs> you know, it's it's funny that you should bring that up. It's it's kind of like like a lot of things that I do. It's a little nerdy. Um, the prism part, you're you're right, hit it right on the head. Essentially, what Prismana is, it, it's kind of like taking that one big thick stream of of traffic that's coming to your site and it's divvying it up into all the different channels. So that's pretty intuitive. Mm-hmm. And Mana, if you've ever played any kind of fantasy role playing games like Dungeons and Dragons or anything like that. Mana is a reference to magic because it works like magic. Very cool. It's a it's a it's a magical prism. Okay. All right. Well, you know what? I'm good on that. So, essentially, let's let's talk about the product itself. Um, I'm a business, and I've got a you know I've got a social media manager, what have you, that I pay, and how do I know that? you know, any of the stuff that I'm doing, all this stuff that I'm doing, how do I know any of it's working? And that's kind of what Prismon is built to do, is to give you those answers. But explain to me how this works. If somebody picks up the phone and calls me, how are you going to know anything about that caller? Sure, sure. Um, There's a lot that goes into it, and I don't want to oversimplify it, but uh, I'm going to. Um... Is an anecdote I like to use um, with a lot of folks, um, and, and we're all on the same age that we remember Mad Libs, and yep. Mad Libs was basically a, a storybook that had a bunch of blanks in it, and you'd ask your friends questions to these, um, they'd ask them some questions, and then they'd give you answers, and you'd fill them in the blanks, and you'd read them this very funny story. Essentially, what Prismana does is it Mad Libs your website. So in terms of all the contact mechanisms that are there, whether it be a phone number or a form or a promo code or anything, any way you want to allow the customer to touch you, it's got prescribed mm-hmm. contact information for each of those channels. So when Ken comes over to a website that's using Prismana from Facebook and Mike goes over from Yelp and I go over from Twitter, um, we're all going to see the same website except Ken is going to see all the contact mechanisms and he's only going to have access to the contact mechanisms for Facebook. 
Mike's only going to have access to the contact mechanisms for Yelp, and I'm only going to have access to the contact mechanisms for Twitter. So if you've mm -hmm. configured your own internal systems correctly, whether it be the form or the telephone call or what have you, when Ken picks up the phone and calls that number that he sees, it's going to say Ken Cook and his phone number, and then underneath it will say Facebook lead, right on the phone pad. Um, you could do that with any – it doesn't have to be phones. It can be anything. Uh, mm -hmm. And we know definitively Ken's coming from Facebook because he can't get in touch with us any other way than through the Facebook contact information. So we've essentially stacked the deck so that we know definitively what's going on. There, there are okay. more so, to this. There's yeah. a lot more to it, but you know I don't want to dig into like the nuts and bolts because it's going to get really technical and maybe boring to some folks. Yeah, we we no 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 no. You can the the magic part of it, the 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 prisma part we got. You can go nice and detail. The magic part, the mono part. Yeah, just kind right. of gloss over that. That's perfectly fine. So I got a right. website. Does that mean I need a new website with Prismana, or is this something that goes over the top of my existing website? How does this work? Absolutely. You 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 don't need, whatever systems, whatever site you're using, whatever systems you're using, it jives with everything. So as long as your your website is functional, right, meaning it it loads in a reasonable amount of time, and you're not you, you know, having 15-second load times on per page, in which case, if you are, I recommend you call Mike Muller and or Ken Cook <laughs> to, to, uh, to really look at that because you sh you sh your pages should be loading in under two seconds for what it's worth. But, here, here. Uh, yeah, essentially, essentially, Prismana is kind of like an invisible layer that sits right on the front of your website, and no one's the wiser. The customer doesn't know what's going on there. They're having a seamless experience and you're just gleaning those good analytics, those good takeaways of their actions, right? I mean, Google Analytics is great. I mean, I wouldn't say don't use Google Analytics, but it gives you things like time on page and pages per session and bounce rate, and those are indicators. But really what you want to track is conversions and when people take action to contact you. Right. And that's, that's essentially how it does. So it's, it's seamless and it's unintrusive. It's agnostic. So if you have a phone system, a CRM, a lead trap, any of that stuff that you have, it works with all of that. All it does is it creates better data for your existing systems to use, so your reporting gets a heck of a lot better. Your reporting. Wonderful. What is your reporting? Well, when, you, when you're pulling, let's say you pull a, a CRM report or a sales report saying, okay, we closed you know, 15 deals this week. Instead of saying you've closed 15 deals and you made X number of dollars, you can say we closed three deals because of this channel, Facebook. We closed you know, two deals because of uh, leads that we got from Google Organic. We closed a deal off of Bing Organic, which people don't believe that happens, but it does. Oh, yeah. right? we, closed a deal, we closed a deal off of Twitter, and we closed the three deals off of our email campaigns. So you're basically segmenting all of these leads and closed deals into their own buckets. So you can actually look at those buckets, those segments, and say, wow, we're doing really well on this front and this front, but we're not doing so well over here. So we need to either adjust what we're doing or we need to abandon it and double down our efforts on the places where we're getting our winners. Now, Patrick, um, you say it tracks closed deals. Now, everything that I have worked with 
so far. If you don't get your employees or if you're just a little bit too lazy to not go in and do some manual input, uh, you never actually record what happens offline. Does your system take into consideration offline transactions and, and uh, communication as well? Yes. It, it does things offline, I mean, to an extent. It's really about how you set up the systems. So, for example, when the phone rings and the lead source comes up right on the pad, this system has one critical flaw. You have to use it for it to work. <laughs> so when you see it says um, Yahoo Organic Lead as a salesperson, you don't have to ask the question, hey, where did you find us? You already know. So when you're capturing that information and putting it into the CRM, as you should be, in the, in the box that says source, you know, in the drop-down which says where's the source, you put Yahoo Organic. At that point, it's locked into your CRM. That's, that's a, the source is already attributed. So when your sales manager is running reports or your marketing manager is running reports, you know, you'll see at least where the leads came in. And if they don't close, they don't close. At least you'll know you're getting leads that are just not working right. So either the, it's the quality of the leads or the people that are working those leads, and you can make your adjustments internally to figure, it, to figure that out. Maybe the people that you're giving the organic leads to aren't really set up to close those kind of leads. So you transfer those leads to somebody that is. And if that happens a few times and you realize that you're not closing organic leads, I can't imagine why you're not, but it's time to focus your efforts on non-organic leads or maybe paid leads because mm -hmm. you're not doing it on the organic front. Well, a lot of times paid leads may be a little bit more pre-qualified, but not necessarily. So let me ask a tough Sometimes. question. This, is a, this mm -hmm. is a tough question because it's something that I have dealt with in the past when uh, using systems that the only way really to track an inbound call was to use a specific phone number. So let's say I've gone out and I've gotten a great phone number. I have 575-5700, Okay. It's a great phone number. It's on every billboard around town. It's on uh, newspaper ads. It's on radio ads. Now, all of a sudden, I need to track other things, so I'm using this different phone number. Uh, three months down the road, six months down the road, I part ways with that company. That phone number is now still associated with my business, but it's no longer mine. How do I deal with that as a client who needs to use that way to track inbound phone calls? In the future, after, great, after our relationship is over. That's a great question. One of the things that we encountered when we were doing our research was a lot of these call tracking companies, they basically, they own your numbers, and they will promise to port them back to you, and that can take between three weeks and three months. Um, and if you're or it doesn't office, happen. <laughs> it could never happen. Right, it could never happen. Um, we advocate that, you know, your system should be yours. You know, one of the things that we do in the other company that I have, Patient, is, you know, we, put, we make sure that our clients have good, solid infrastructure, phone systems, Internet connections, all that. Those numbers are theirs. So in a Prismana type of setup, you plug in the numbers that you want to display, and that's what's going to display because you own them, and you're not getting charged that, that nasty usage charge of, you know, three, four, five, six cents a minute for inbound because local inbound calls should be free, and they are with most normal phone systems, just not with call tracking systems. Hmm. Right? That's, so uh, I would recommend that you, you hold and keep those. You keep those phone numbers. Those are yours. Yeah, that's very reassuring because there are companies out there that just uh, either they don't do that at all or they make it 
very, uh, very difficult. I'm going to let Mike wrap this up with you, and then we're going to play that little game I was talking to you about in the green room. Mike Mueller. Uh, hey, one of the things that in our show notes, because, you know, we've got show notes that we're cheating off of as far as that goes, <laughs> but uh, in the show notes, one of the things that, um, Patrick, you actually mentioned was um, – and Prismonic can effectively, and I'm just reading, eliminate the need for the following. You list a couple of things. The one thing that really stands out to me, landing pages. Ooh. How does Prismana, because we've talked about landing pages time and time. We've had entire shows just on landing pages. How does Prismana eliminate the need for a landing page? It, it can. It doesn't definitively eliminate all landing pages on the face of the earth. It can eliminate your need for landing pages depending on how you're using them. A lot of people will create a landing page for the purpose of you can't get to it any way from the site. You can't navigate to it. You can only get to it if you click on this ad that I'm running on Facebook or Twitter Mm -hmm. or on Google AdWords. Right. And I'll know if you fill out the form that's on that landing page that that campaign is working. It sounds simple enough. I mean, people have been doing it like this for years. But there's a couple of problems with that. Number one, what if that page is really, really good, and now you've got to replicate it so many, for every campaign? So let's say you're running 30 campaigns, and it happens a lot. Right. You've got to keep duplicating this page 30 times, and you've got to maintain it. And when you change the campaign seasonally, now you've got to do that again and again and again. The other problem is, if you're like me, and there's a lot of people like me, if I'm not getting exactly what I need on the landing page, I just lop off the end of the URL and I go straight to the root, you know, yourdomain.com, <laughs> right? And then if I get right. what I need, I do fill out a contact form. But you have no idea why I'm filling out the contact form now because I didn't fill it out on the landing page. Prismana doesn't care. It doesn't care where you fill out a contact form, when you do it. You know, you can send people to a page right on your website that's exposed for everybody to see, build it once, maintain it once, change it as you will, and not have to worry about this ridiculous archive library of landing pages that you now have. That's <laughs> done. That's over. Right? So if, okay. if you have landing pages yeah. for other reasons, if there's other strategies behind your landing pages, you know, if, if you're going to build uh, – specific mechanisms that's going to use those landing pages for things other than simply tracking where they came from, fine, have at it. But if the only reason you're using a landing page is to really understand what channel is working, then you can get rid of that problem right now. Awesome. Yeah. So I hope that was concise enough. You got another question, Mike? Um, well, actually, I was going to I was going to go a little bit uh, deeper into that because a lot of times what we talk about landing page wise, we can call them a squeeze page. So we're removing all the other options. And like you said, you could lop off the end of the the URL and get to the root of the domain and go see what the site's all about or what have you. If you're not getting it from the landing page, theoretically, if I click on an ad and that ad takes me to a landing page. It better answer what the what that issue was that I clicked on the ad for. Pet you know, as far sure. as that goes, it should speak directly to that ad. Absolutely. Well, yeah. Also, there's also something we didn't even talk about. There are plenty of companies out there that will let you use their platform to create really nice landing pages with cool buttons and do A/B testing. But there's a problem. Mm-hmm. 
the person doesn't actually wind up on your servers. They wind up on right. their servers with their URL or maybe a, you'll put a C name in the, in the registrar so it'll look like yep. pages.yourcompany.com, and it's not really yep. on your – it's not on your uh, um, server, and you might not actually get really good tracking off that except what they're telling you, right? And then when you lop off mm-hmm. that URL, you go nowhere, <laughs> and, then, and then we're done, right? You go back, right. to, back to the drawing board and start your search all over again. So that all goes away, and instead of having to build and prototype landing pages so quickly and do them over and over again, you can just focus on getting the one or two or three pages right that answer the questions that fill the need for what people are looking for, drive them directly to your site, and you can stop, well, I hate to say this, but you can stop paying those companies to, to let you keep yeah, building I, landing pages on their platform. I hate for you to say that, too, so don't say it too loud. <laughs> Um, but you'll be able to control that your own button? environment. <laughs> we, we, um, hey, we're not all know, the same, okay? We're not all the same. Right. We, we try to encourage people to really control their own ecosystem as best they can. And if you've got your own server with your own site, you're doing everything within your ecosystem, we think that's the best way to do it unless there's some amazing other alternative that you can't do yourself. Well, there's at least one, but we'll talk about that later. Uh, we're about bumping on the clock here, uh, Patrick. Some great answers, and I'm not cutting you off just because you're standing on my toes. Uh, but uh, <laughs> we, we have a game. I'm sorry, we, we have a game that we're. I'll rebut that later. We have a, a game that we play every week on the show called Rapid Fire, and it's kind of a way to get a deeper look, really, into our guest. But Mike or I play along. Uh, Mike, why don't you do the questions today since last week I did the questions and you answered. I'll start the timer for you, uh, and uh, what what we'll do is we'll go with uh, uh, Patrick will answer first, and then I will answer. So whenever you're ready, I will uh, start the clock. After you answer the question. Good to go. Yep. Here we go. Twitter, Facebook, or Google+, and why? Uh, for personal engagement, I like Facebook uh, organically uh, because it's just easier to keep in touch with my, my real friends, my real associates. For advertising, uh, I would say today, uh, right now. Oh, you're done. Uh, 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 <laughs> uh. Okay. All right. So now you know how the game works. Uh, we might circle well, back to that. Song. Ten seconds. Ten seconds is fast. So for me, hold on. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, or, or Google Plus. Never got anything from Google Plus. Put a lot of time into it, didn't get it. Twitter, I get a lot back out. Facebook for personal stuff for sure. All right, for me, I'm going to say Facebook. Done. Done. <laughs> nice and simple. Don't need ten seconds for that one. All right, no. next question. Automation for posting. Yes, no, and why? Whoops. There we go. Me. Okay, uh, rarely, yeah. but be really careful because uh, you can really mess up if the timing's wrong. Very good. Um, for me, yes, automated for posting. Just make sure that you're standing by to reply when necessary. Uh, I use automation quite frequently on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, the whole gamut. I was going to say Ken uses Buffer a lot. Um, I use Buffer. For me, I am not an automatron. I I do have some systems, but for the most part, I am in the moment. Next question. Favorite time, and I know the answer already. Favorite time to write content and why? 
Uh, my favorite time to write content is after everybody that could possibly bother me is asleep. <laughs> I think that was why. Uh, yeah. For me, actually, because I do automate a little bit, is pretty much when I have the time. Uh, I like to do it during the day, but I'll do it on the evening and weekends as well, and just schedule the post. Yeah. Perfect. And I write after I'm all done with everything else. And so that might be because I can hollow out time anytime I want, but it might be in the middle of the day, but it's when I hollow out all my other work. All right. You can ask Patrick that first question again now that he knows how it works, uh, and we'll start the timer. Oh, you get a redo. You get a mulligan. That's a golf term. You get a mulligan All right. You ready? Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah go. <laughs> all right. Twitter, Facebook, or Google Plus, and why? For Facebook, for personal Facebook day-to-day, for advertising Facebook, but not the way you would think, I would go dark posts and nothing else. Okay. Good. <laughs> he, he sectionalized that. I like that. He just said, let's just go for the guts. Leave all that extraneous right now, manure if I'm making, off. If i got to make money, I, I'd much rather target. That Facebook has an amazing ability to target exactly what you want. So mm-hmm. that's they what do I would now, do yes. for the money-making side. You know, that's, it's amazing. Yep, yeah. and I agree. And uh, they're getting better at it too. I was yeah. going to say a while ago, you might have said Google Plus. I would have. I would definitely would have. Well, I would have said Google AdWords mm-hmm. actually, but now with the targeting and the le- the latitude you get, I'd probably be saying yeah, Facebook for for business advertising. Yep. Yeah, very good. Uh, Patrick, take about one minute and just put out anything that you feel like needed to be said during the show and tell the folks how to get in touch with you to get a demo of your uh, operation. No time. Uh, actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to take my minute to, to just thank you guys for having me on. It's, it was great to catch up with you guys. I, I miss this kind of banter, and e- even when it's not always optimal, I know. <laughs> but um, I want to thank you for having me on and, and, and letting your audience know about Prismana. I think it's a cool solution that's going to give a lot of people a lot of value. Uh, it might give you guys some value. We can talk about that offline, but... If you want to check us out, go to Prismana, P-R-I-S-M-A-N-A dot com, and you can schedule a demo or reach out to us or just say hi. Hit us on Facebook, hit us on Twitter, hit us on, you know, Google Plus, hit us wherever you want. We're we're everywhere. Awesome. Well, I'll finish that up by saying Patrick did not pay us to be on the show. We invited him to be on the show. Uh, And having known Patrick for some time and having had interactions with him, I can tell you that he is a top-notch individual. Uh, and will not steer you wrong or do you wrong with any purpose in mind. Um, it may be that what he has isn't exactly for you. I don't see how that could possibly be. But even if it is, I know that Patrick will do uh, what is right. Mike, you want to wrap it up for us? Uh, two things. I'm going to say, has anybody ever paid us? Because I would like that. That would be a great thing. You can pay us <laughs> to be on the show. <laughs> Two, Prismana, by the way, is built HTTPS. It is secure, and I'll tell you, the best page on there is Prismana for my business. It's right off the front page, and it's a wonderful way to go. Just go down to the bottom, check Simple Table, and uh, start there. That's a great start. Guys, you know what? In In the spirit of you guys getting paid, here's what I'll do. I'll offer your listener base, anybody that's advertised with you, even once, I'll offer them 10% off their first year of Prismana. But they have awesome. to prove that they've Very advertised cool. with you. Awesome. 
Okay. That'll be a small audience, but uh, yeah. there might be one out there. <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks, Patrick, for joining us. We're going to say goodbye, and we're going to wrap it up here, and uh, we will see you around the web, sir. Thank you so much, gentlemen. Have a great day. Um, yeah, you know, I'm going to check that out a little bit more. I looked at it, obviously, because it's Patrick's when he sent out the original announcement and tagged us on Facebook. I immediately jumped over to look at it because anything that Patrick does, I want to, uh, I want to see what's happening and be aware of it. Um, so, yeah, thanks for uh, putting that together, Mike Mueller. Not a problem. I thought, and exactly that, when it went live, he was talking to me about it way back before, but when it went live... Um, I was, hey, this is a perfect, this is absolutely perfect for our clients, for our listeners. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, in fact, it almost sums up what we talk about uh, regularly is how do you know, how do you replicate it, uh, and are you wasting money, are you wasting time? And this answers all those questions. So I think it's about time to say bye, Mike. Bye, Mike. Thanks for listening to yet another edition of Social Media Edge Radio with your host, Ken Cook, and co-host, Mike Mueller. Stay on top of what's happening by visiting socialmediaedge.com.